Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Voice Podcast. I'm Vernon Arya Jones, managing broker, owner of Jones Homes. And for 30 years, we have serviced the seven-county Denver metro area. Where is the money? At the heart of the eviction debate has been the government's Emergency Rental Assistance Program, ERAP, which allotted over $46 billion in funds to help renters who are struggling to pay their monthly housing obligations due to the pandemic. And obviously that money would head on to the landlords so the landlords could get paid. But where's the money? Many have argued that the application and disbursement process has been botched. And a new report from the Treasury Department, which oversees the program, shows just how much delays have impacted the program. A stunning 89% of the ERAP funds have not yet been distributed. Although renters are staying in their houses because of the delay of the eviction allowance, landlords have not been paid. Unbelievable, only 89% again of the funds have been not distributed. While July proved more fruitful than June, with firm pressure put on the government to speed up the process, only 5.1 billion has been dispersed so far, a meager 11% of the total funds available. Since the program was enacted last September, <coughs> excuse me, in order to stave off a potential wave of evictions as the moratoriums come to a close, the president reinstated a modified version on August 3rd, targeting regional COVID hotspots and providing a 60-day extension so renters had more time to access the much-needed emergency relief funds. Understands, these emergency relief funds don't just help the renter, but they allow them to pay the landlords, who are obviously struggling, a lot of them, in their own right. And I get a lot of commentary from my clients who are landlords who basically have not been getting funds from their renters in over a year. The moratorium extension, however, has not been widely embraced with several housing organizations outwardly opposing the move claiming the Centers for Disease Control has exceeded its authority regarding the ban. Since then, some efforts have made their way into courtrooms with the latest push to overthrow the moratorium. U.S. District Judge Friedrich said her hands were tied due to an earlier court decision. The eviction moratorium still hangs in the balance of those ongoing complaints. However, Plaintiffs could still challenge the policy with the D.C. Circuit. Most will likely appeal. Is there progress on the way? In July, more than 340,000 households received $1.7 billion in rental and utility assistance, an estimated 15% increase since June, and more than double the number of households assisted in May. So there is a ramping up albeit slow. It almost needs to be a deluge 
rather than a slow drip. The Treasury Department believes ERAP disbursement is speeding up even more in August and several incremental changes recently implemented should put increased pressure on state and local agencies as well. According to the White House, assistance is reaching those who most sorely need it. ERAP is being dispersed to the lowest income tenants, with over 60% of the households served earning no more than 30% of the area median income. Immediate changes to the program. Last week, several housing organizations united to form a coalition recently requested that several changes be made to ERAP in order to improve the application and distribution process. The National Association of Realtors and the Mortgage Bankers Association and the National Association of Home Builders were in that coalition. While many jurisdictions are successfully increasing their ERAP disbursement, others are fraught with significant application processes and payment delivery delays. These are largely attributable to grantee self-imposed fraud prevention measures, mandates that deter housing provider participation, misapplication of statutory requirements, and a lack of engagement from certain eligible residents. Calls to expedite the process have been seemingly answered, albeit slowly. The Treasury Department has just imposed the following changes. Simplifying the application process by allowing self-attestation. In other words, you swear or attest that this is true. That you are in financial need and need the funds. Number two, allowing state and local agencies to rely on self-attestation alone to verify household income eligibility during the public health emergency. Three, allowing state and local grantees to provide advances in rental assistance to landlords and utility, utility providers if they expect the application to go through. Number four, allowing state and local grantees to partner with nonprofits to assist at-risk households while they await application processing. Number five, allowing grantees to make additional payments to renters with a challenged past, such as those who have faced eviction or homelessness in the past year. Number six, providing funds to cover outstanding debt at an eligible tenant's previous address at their request. Finally, covering debts incurred to appear in court on rent-related matters. While lender concerns surrounding inconsistencies and potential errors have cropped up amid calls to push applications through as quickly as possible, the White House has pushed back, sounding a looming wave of evictions as the more severe repercussion should the fund disbursement process remain stagnant. Rich Nightingale, the president and CEO of West Hab, an affordable housing organization that acquires vacant buildings and renovates them into permanent housing, says he applauds the efforts made by the federal government to ease the ERAP paperwork burden and streamline the process. He's not the only one that agrees. Even with well-intentioned policy, there are often onerous documentation requirements, which prevent funds from going where they are needed most. Creating an easier process will ensure that organizations can deliver support quickly 
to those in need of rental assistance and in turn prevent homelessness. Which if you're saying, it is becoming more prevalent. During the eviction moratorium, many households have been able to avoid homelessness. But as we continue to fight the pandemic, we need to help people stay permanently housed and not return to the old normal. Stay tuned. Because this affects renters and landlords as that money needs to get out there and gets dispersed. ASAP. Questions? Feel free to call me. This is Vernon with Jones Homes. I can be reached at 303-359-8218. And as always, please be safe.